Well, thank you, Brother Jim. Thank you so much. Robert Maitland, did you know your father-in-law can sing so beautifully? Or are you just learning and discovering that today? <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, I'm going to have to take uh, Pastor Yanni's temperature after church today. Make sure all is well with him. <laughs> all right. Thank you to all of you for sharing in the service. And I want to share with you some, <laughs> some summerlicious truths from Ezra, all right? I shared part one with you last week, and today I take you to part two in Ezra chapter seven, all right? And here is the first summerlicious truth I want to ask you to focus on with me for a few minutes here. It is this, you can enjoy having God's presence in your life. Amen? You can enjoy having the Lord's presence. And this is stated in many places in Ezra. One of the verses is Ezra chapter 7 in verse 28. It says, I felt, Ezra is speaking, and towards the middle part of that verse he says, I felt encouraged because the gracious hand of the Lord my God was on me. I felt encouraged because the gracious hand of the Lord my God was on me. Ezra had been given a, a, an incredible task of going from Babylon to Jerusalem to teach the word of God and to help help beautify the temple that had been completed, rebuilt some years back. He had a big job to do. And in the process, in the process, he recognized that he had the hand of God upon him. He had the Lord in him and with him in a beautiful way. There is a sense in, in which the hand of God or the presence of God was upon Ezra in a very special way. Those of you who have been with us in the series of messages on Ezra, you have seen how the Lord has been with Ezra in a very unique way. And uh, in the past century, we might say that the gracious hand of the Lord was upon, uh, for example, evangelist, evangelist Dr. Billy Graham. And wherever he preached, usually thousands of people showed up and, and oftentimes thousands gave their hearts and lives to Jesus. Think about this. You and I might not experience the hand of God upon us to the same extent or to the degree that people like Ezra or Dr. Billy Graham experienced. But nevertheless, you and I can still enjoy having God's presence in our lives. Amen? And Brother Jimmy there, Lala, Jimmy Lala, has been enjoying having the Lord's presence in his own life. And so can each one of us. Here's a question. When do we especially begin? When do we especially begin to experience the Lord's presence? And the answer is when we repent of our sins and open the door, open the door of our heart to Jesus. 
we say, Lord, forgive me of my sins, and Lord, I want to open up the door of my life to you. And in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Jesus is speaking, and he says this. He says, Behold, or look, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. The Lord knocks on your door, on your life, and he says, listen, I want to be a part of your life. I want you to enjoy life with me. And that is a privilege that each one of us can have. Now, I want us to also know that the Lord's presence in your life can give you a sense of peace. The Lord's presence can give you a sense of peace. This uh, is a truth we discover in many, in many places in the Bible. Not only uh, here, but in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, for example, it says, You will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that marvelous? His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Here's some more good news. The Lord's presence in your life can help you, can help you and me, to be more courageous, to be bolder, to be more courageous. In the Bible, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, it says, This is my command. God is speaking. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? One of the reasons why Ezra could be courageous in leading probably around 5,000 people to travel on foot and donkey and camel, to travel 800 miles from Babylon to Jerusalem, 800 miles would have, would have been and is about 1,280 kilometers. And it was a journey that would take about four months, as we mentioned before, one of the reasons he was able to do that is because, as Ezra chapter 7, verse 9 says, for the gracious hand of, of his God was on him. The gracious hand of the Lord was upon Ezra. And I want to say to us, may the promise of the Lord's presence, may the Lord's promise in, of his presence in your life help you to have courage, to have courage to attempt some things that you thought you could never do. Many times we think that, hey, I, I could never do that. I could never, I could never sing like Trisha. I could never sing like, like Jimmy. I could, never, I could never play an instrument like some of these wonderful musicians up, up here. The truth is God gifts us in various ways, all right? And through the Lord's presence, you and I can be more courageous than we often realize. Is there an amen in the house? All right, all right. Here's another beautiful truth. The Lord's presence in your life can inspire someone else to seek, to seek the Lord's presence for their life. Think about that. The Lord's presence in your life can inspire someone else to seek the Lord's presence for their life. Jesus said in the Bible in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you will receive power 
when the Holy Spirit, that's his presence, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. The Lord's presence in your life can inspire someone else to seek his presence. I want all of us to remember that who you are as a follower of Christ and your actions can make a difference in someone else's life. I'm repeatedly reminded about this in many ways. Last week, for instance, last week, our daughter dropped off our little grandson, baby Yanni, that you saw up here for a few moments earlier. Our daughter dropped him off for grandma to babysit him while she went to do some things. When I got home, when I got home that evening for supper, my wife said to me, she said, you know, it's just really incredible. She said, baby Yanni was playing in the, in the family room. And she said, while he was playing, he came across a plate. He found a plate that had been left there for whatever reasons. And my wife said, would you believe, would you believe that that little grandson of ours picked up the plate and with those little legs of his, he walked over to the kitchen and he tried to open the dishwasher <laughs> to put the plate in the dishwasher. He's a 14-year-old child. Uh, what did I say? 14-month-old. 14-month-old. Yes, at 14 years old, you definitely want them to do that. But you know, uh, the simple truth is, none of us, no one, no one has ever given him a lesson on thou shalt put dirty dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> oh, his father gave him the lesson. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. At least in my house, we didn't give him that lesson. But here he was, little 14-month-old baby boy, doing, doing, I presume, what he has seen his grandma and grandpa do in our house many times, and probably what he has seen his own dad and mom do in their home. And what did that remind me of? That reminded me of the fact that how I live my life, how you live your life, the big things you do, and the little things that you do is going to have an impact upon someone. And I would say to you, the Lord's presence in your life can inspire someone else to seek the Lord's presence for their life. Amen? And today, I encourage you, I encourage you to first and foremost Seek the Lord's presence for your life. I invite you to sincerely repent of your sins, 
Say in a simple way, Dear God, forgive me for my sins. And the reason you and I can be forgiven is because Jesus, the Son of God, died on the cross to pay the price for your sins and mine. And now we can say, Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for coming into my heart and my life. And thank you, Lord, for the promise of heaven. And in these moments now, we are going to celebrate our faith through the Lord's Supper. Through the Lord's Supper. And in preparation, as Anthony plays, I want to ask you to bow your head right where you are. And if this prayer expresses your heart's desire, would you pray it right where you are today? And then we want to celebrate our faith by taking communion. Would you pray this prayer if it truly expresses your heart's desire? Dear Lord, thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying on the cross to pay the price for my sins. On this special Sunday, I dedicate my life to you. I commit myself to you. I invite you into my heart and life. And now, Lord, I want to celebrate my faith by receiving the Lord's Supper, Holy Communion. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.